Okay, Bokertov. Today's daf is daf Lamedalid in Erevin. We're picking up from yesterday. The discussion at the end of the daf was that if we're looking at number 168 in the illustration book, the Gemara said, why is it possible for that basket to be okay if they're not in the same Rishus? Because one Rishus Yochad, one Rishus Arabim, if he's standing in Rishus Arabim, and that's above 10, so that's Rishus Yochad, the basket. The Gemara said, since the basket can be turned over and will be within Asara, so therefore that's good enough. Uh, the Yitolosir, you could take the air from the place that he's in, so he doesn't have to walk away. He's still where he's, his Makum Shvis and Rishus Arabim is okay because that's in the same place he'll get the food out of the basket. The Gemara asked another Kasha from a Gemara later on in Lamed Ches about uh, making, um, making an air for two different days, and the Gemara answered for Xera. Eisei were four lines from the top of Lamed Dalar Aleph. Eisei, Arabim, we're looking now at number 169. Let's say he planned on making his Shvita, on making his uh, Shabbos, on uh, making his uh, place of uh, Shvita on Shabbos uh, in the Rosh Hashanah. He left his Erev in a Kotel. There you see in the diagram there in 169. It's a good Erev. Why? Because him and the Erev are both in the Rosh Hashanah. Now, what's the problem there? Isn't that obvious? So Rashi explains, but it's four Amas away. In other words, where he's standing, you don't show, in 169, you don't see the picture of him, but he's standing there, and the, the, the loaf of bread, his, his food, is more than four amas away. If it's within four amas, no matter how high it is, we said, his makmash visa goes up into the sky. So, therefore, we're talking more, it's four, more than four amas away. We say over there, still it's okay. It's a good Erev. Why? Because they're both in Rosh Hashanah. Aye, it's four amas away. Well, you know what? He can walk less than four amas at a time and bring it to his makam shvita. He can take the bread and bring it. Ah, you're not supposed to carry more than four amas. He can carry less than four amas, even though you're not supposed to do it mid rabbanan. But here we're talking about at when at time when he makes the air of it benashmoshos. Then it's only an iser drabbanan. And and Rebbe learned that it's anything which is a shvus. In other words, not to carry something less than four amas at a time, which is not an iser derais. It's a rice and a cake of four amas. If you don't take it four amas, it's only a drabbanan. And rabbanan benashmosh. They didn't make the benashmosh. They didn't make exayrat. That goes like that's Rebbe sheet, and we're going like Rebbe. So again, this kavanah shvus which is rabbi niachem rabbi kosa lamatmi asar tefachem erev. It's a good erev. Lamalmi al tefachem erev. It's not a good erev. It's above ten tefachem. Why? Because as you see, the upper loaf. There's two loaves in one sixty nine. The lower one is okay. Because they're both in Rosh Hashanah, even though it's more than promise away, but you, it's possible to get it there. There's no Xera at Banish Moshes when the Erev is Chal, and he could take it from there, going less, walking, you know, going, let's say, two Amas, and then carrying it another two Amas, uh, plus to get to the to get back to his Makam Shvita. But if it's above, if the loaf is above Ten Fachim, then, then the loaf is in Rosh Hashanah, and he's in Rosh Hashanah. And to carry it from one to the other would be a problem, right? You can't even Banish Moshes, you can't go from Rosh Hashanah. From into That's a problem. So Rashi explains that it's not an Arab because if he goes out of his Arba Amos, he's in Rishasarabim. In other words, if it's enough and he can't take it from he's in Rishasarabim and his Arab is in Rishasarabim. All right? And, um, and he's outside of, the, of four, it's more than four Amos away. So that's a problem. It's not a good Arab. Let's say, we're looking now at 170. Let's say he's at the top of a chicken coop or whatever, uh, some sort of a bird coop or brush, amygdala, or on top of a, a box or a chest of drawers that is, as it appears in 170, a closet of some sort. Again, if, he, if he's sleeping on top of the closet, why is it a good Erev? 
Why is it a good air of there if he's sleeping on top? If the if the loaf of bread is above ten fachim, then it's okay because they're both mishusiachim. Air of air lematimit fachim. But if the if 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 the bread is below ten fachim, like is as shown in one seventy, that's a problem. Ain eruv because again he's a mishusiachid and the loaf is in Rishasarabim, and then you've got a problem, right? Because he can't take it from, because effectively, if it's in the wall, it's basically like a karma. So to take it to the Rosh Hashanah, he's going from karma, it's into Rishasarabim, right? And he's got to go through Rishasarabim to get there, right? Because he's in the, the uh, even if the wall is considered like a karma, but he's taking it from the uh, wall through Rishasarabim into, uh, into the top of the turret or the chest of drawers, whatever, so Rashi says, And if he goes now and eats it there, let's say he goes and eats it where the loaf of bread is, that it's not his makm shvisa, because his makm shvisa is at the top in Rosh and where the bread is, it's in Rosh or in a karmelis. And then it's a problem. You need a suda ruya yom. You need a suda that's roy for him to eat yom and and he's not eating it, can't eat it where the loaf is, he's got to eat it where his, where his resting place is, and his resting place is in Rosh Hashayachid, and that's in, that's in a Karmelis. So even though technically he could bring it, but the problem is bringing it, he's taking it through Rosh Hashayachid, and that would be a problem at Banish Mashos. So now the question is though, so, the, so in 170 we're saying, the loaf of bread, if it's below 10, and he's above 10 on the closet or the chest, whatever, that's no good. And just like you said by the basket in 168, you could turn the basket over and uh, then, the, then the food will be effectively in the Rishus Harabim where he's standing. Here too, you can lean the chest of drawers over like in 171. Lean it over so that it falls in the same, that it, so that it's also at the top of it's in Rishus Harabim and therefore he, him and the loaf are in the same place. The Amai, Says So he would be in the same place there, and uh, then you, you don't have a problem. Rashi, Rashi says, And he could take it from there, even though the bread is technically in the wall in the Carmelis, because they weren't gozer on Shvus, which is from a Carmelis. To Rosh Ram, it's only an Isser Drabbanan, and they weren't Gozer, Banish Masha, so it should be a good Erev. Even again, if you wouldn't be able to eat it on Shabbos, right, you'd be taking it on Shabbos, would be also, but, but, but when the Erev is Chal at Banish Mashos, you'd be able, as long as it's capable of being moved at Banish Mashos, and it's, and it's in his place of Makam Shvisa, because if you turned it over, it's still, he's still on top of the turret, except the, or the closet, but it just moved over. It should be okay. It should be a good error. If you say that turning the basket is over in 168, why isn't 171 also good? So one answer is a simple, tech, you know, Rabbi Yirmas has a simple technical answer. Over there, it's speaking about 172, where the, um, where the closet is bolted into the wall. In other words, you're right. In theory, if you turned it over, it could work, but you can't, you can't lean it over because it's bolted in. It's nailed into the wall. Rabbi says, you don't have to give that answer. You don't have to give the answer. Rabbi says, 173. We're looking at 173. 172 is where it's bolted in. 173 is where it's a very tall closet. And if you moved it over, if you tilted it over like he wants to do, you'd be too far away. 
Rabam Rafil Tim Bigdal Shainu Musumar, Bokha Bigdal Orochaskin, it's a very long one, a tall one. Dimamtile Purt, if you turn it over a little bit, Azul Chutzla Arbaamos, it'll come out of the Arba Amos, and then he's no longer in his Makam Shvisa. Right? So Rashi says here, um, Rashi says, the top of the closet will be outside of the Dalamis. It's for, too far away. When you take the bread and bring it to the top, so he's not in his Makam Shvisa. So again, even if Banishmashis, you can take it to but he has to be Makam Shvisa. That's not where he was originally. He was in one place, in 172. Or even 173, the way the way it's, when it's standing upright, he's in one place. And then when you turn it over, when you tilt it over, he's in a totally different place. He's not in his Dalat Amos anymore, and therefore that's not where he originally stood. So again, uh, in in what, back in 168, in the basket, you turned it over. You're still you're still in the even though you turn the basket over, it's still within the same Dalat Amos. You're not moving it out of Dalat Amos. But if here you move it out of Dalat Amos, he's not the Makam Shvita, not Makam Shvita where he was originally. Um, if there's a hole in the basket, this is 174, in the closet, let's say there's a hole, and he's got a rope there, so he could just pull it in. What's the problem? He's got, a, he's got a hole there. Even if the bread is in a caramelist under 10 tfachim high, he could bring it to Eitzel Dagoderch Migdal. So it's also possible, as long as he's capable of taking it in there, so it's only a drop on it, so why can't he pull it in that way? Why do you say that, you know, since he's in the Rishus, uh, in Rishus HaYochid, and the uh, bread is like in a Carmelis, it doesn't work, right? When he's on, when he's above Ten Fachim, and it's below Ten Fachim, it doesn't work, as we said, why? Because he's got to pull it from one place to another, Derech Rishus HaRabim, and we said, forget about turning it over now. We're not looking at that right now. We're saying you can't turn it over or it's too tall. It would be possible to turn it, to tilt it a little bit, only if it wasn't bolted in and if it was, if it was shorter. But if, uh, if those things don't work, why didn't it work originally when he's above ten fachim and it's below? We said that's not a good Erev. Why? When he's above and it's below, why? Because he can't take it from the Carmelis and bring it into the Migdal, Shashavisham, because of the, he's taking it through the Rosh Hashanah, he's carrying it through the Rosh Hashanah, he's got to go outside and carry it. But let's say he doesn't have to carry it. Let's say he could just pull it with a string inside. He doesn't actually have to go in the Rosh Hashanah. So why isn't, why, why didn't chance you say again that since he's capable of pulling it at Benash Mashos, and then it's only be a Drabonan, Right, so uh, why can't he pull it and do that? Well, the Morris is very simple. Yidik kafsa masna, lisev kafsa masna. The less they kafsa masna, there is no hole in there with a uh, being able to pull it into a rope, and therefore that that uh, that takes care of that. There, that's not a, that's not a possibility. All right, um, all right. Um, we close over here. Right. Okay, so, um, okay, this is where we're up to. Now, the next case is the case of Nasna Babor Afila Omak Mea Amo. Okay, Bokertov, today's daf is daf Lama Dalid in Erevin. Yesterday we got down to the two dots near the bottom of the page. Nasna Babor Afila Omak Mea Amo. Misha said, back on Lama Bays and the Bays, Misha said that if you put the Erev, you set up the Erev for the Erev Tumen in a pit, even if it's 100 Amas deep, it's a good Erev. Now the Gemara says, what do you mean, even if it's 100 Amas deep? What kind of a bore are we speaking of? Where is this pit? 
in the last line of the Peshach, where is this pit? If it's in the middle of Rosh so Pshita, the pit, Pshita, in other words, Rashi explains that, similar how deep it is, Rosh Yochid, Ola Adorakiya, we know that Rosh Yochid goes, once you have Rosh Yochid, it goes all the way up to the sky, even just as it goes up, it also goes down. So the, the pit, once it's ten fachim deep, ten fachim deep, um, it's already considered Rosh Hashiachet. So if the pit's in Rosh Hashiachet, meaning where's your, where are you putting the food? You put the food at the bottom of the pit. So if the pit itself is in a Rosh Hashiachet, in other words, it's placed in Rosh Hashiachet, the pit is in Rosh Hashiachet, the food is inside the pit, so it's all Rosh Hashiachet. What's the problem over here? The pit is Rosh Hashiachet itself, no matter where you are. Let's say you're sitting, planning on sitting at the top of the pit. But the pit, at the top of the pit, meaning at the, at the mouth of the pit, that's from Rosh And the food is also from Rosh So, like Rashi says, Maya filu. What do you mean a filu? Bor amakasar Rosh As long as it's ten fachamdi. What do you mean? Even if it's a hundred amas deep, it's still a good, it's still a good air. What's it there? But it's obvious. You're all in Rosh Hashiachet. El Dekoi. Remember, we said you have to be, you and your pit have to be, you and your air have to be in the same place. El Dekoi, Bishas Rabbim. Maybe the pit's Bishas Rabbim. Okay. So the pit is in the middle of Bishas Rabbim. But inside the pit where you're putting the food is Rosh Hashiachet, obviously, if it's ten fachim deep. Okay. So what's the problem here? So where are you planning on making Shabbos? Where are you planning on sleeping? Ilamala. If you're on top, meaning you're in the Rosh Hashanah at, at, at the mouth of the pit, at the opening of the pit, so how would that be good? You said if it's in a pit, if the air is in the pit, even if it's 100 amas deep, it's okay. What are you talking about? The food is in the pit, is in Rosh Hashanah. The pit is Rosh Hashanah. And you're in Rosh Hashanah on top. So you're not in the same place. You can't, you can't get to your food. You can't bring your food. So it shouldn't be a good air. Ilamata. And Elamai, you're also deep inside the pit with the food. Subshita, Even though the boar is technically placed in Rosh Hashanah, but inside the boar, it's Rosh Hashanah. So if you're down there with the food, it's obvious. And what's, what's the Kiddush over here? What are we talking about? If, you're on, if it's a Rosh Hashanah and you're on top in the Rosh Hashanah, you're at the mouth, and the food's in the Rosh Hashanah, it's not a good, it shouldn't be good. You're not, you can't get to your food. You can't take the food out. Elamai, so you say, oh, you can go down to the food, but then you're leaving your, your, your shvus, you're leaving where you're set up, your shvus that has no meaning. So how does it work? The pit is in a karmelis. The karmelis is, is a rishus rabbin to rabbonim, meaning it's between three and nine tfachim high or deep, right? And or that area of it is, is there between three and nine tfachim deep. And it's not a place where a lot of people walk by. And it's a dal by dalit. So the koi becomes the pits of the karmas, the neskavan lishvos lamala, and you were planning on making Shabbos on top. Now the pit again, inside the pit is for sure shusiyachet. If it's ten fachim deep, it's shusiyachet. What's the problem? The problem is that you're in the karmas. You're planning on sleeping in the karmas. That's where you're making Shabbos. Let's say you're not actually sleeping there, but you're setting it up. You're making your abode there. Uh, you're making your abode in the karmas, and the pits in rishus. So what's the problem there? You can't carry from a Carmelis to a Rosh The answer is you're right. Well, what did Rebbe say? Rebbe, we explained the first, we explained the mission before, saying, goes, Rebbe, to Amr, Kol Dover, Shum, Shum, Shus, anything which is an Isser Drabonon on Shabbos. Remember, Shvus is the terminology for an Isser Drabonon of Shabbos or Yantif, and this is what that is. 
because midarice is no such thing as a caramelist being no sir. But midarabana, the rabbana said you can't carry from a caramelist to a shusayafet or from a caramelist to a shusarabim. For Rebbe, remember, when is the air of set up Benishmashis? Rebbe holds, we saw this yesterday. Rebbe says, this is Machlokis Rebbe and Rabbana. Rabbana said, even something which is also Mishim Shfus on Shabbos, you can't do with Benishmashis either. Whereas Rebbe said, no, the things which the rabbis answered, Benishmashis, which is only a Suffolk, which we have to be Machmer and by Daraisa, but by Rabbana, the rabbis didn't make their rule. That's what Rebbe says. And that's what's going on over here. This pit is in a Carmelis. And that's where you set up your thing. You, play, you set up your thing to sit on the Carmelis. That's where you're going to make Shabbos. The food is in Rosh Hashanah. You really can't get to it on Shabbos. But the, all you have to be able to do is get to it vanish mushrooms. That's good enough. You don't actually have to be able to get the food. Yesterday we saw that if it wouldn't be for Xavier Rabbani, you don't even have to take the food there. You just have to be Roy to take the food there. Here too, you don't have to actually eat it. You have to be Roy at vanish mushrooms to be able to get the food. That's, what, that's how you explain the mission. Says the next Mishnah. Let's say you put the food at the top of a reed or the top of a pole. Now we're talking here, we'll see anything more, we're talking about a detached reed or a detached pole. It wasn't, it wasn't a reed that was in the ground, that was growing in the ground. You had cut it off, it was not like a pole, like a bamboo or something or a reed, and you stuck it in the ground. Now a reed or a pole is a very narrow thing. It's not four by four. At the top though, it says the mission. The mission says, Nostabrosh, if you put it, if you put the food at the top of the reed or the top of a kundas, a pole, this manchu told us if it had been detached and then stuck in the ground, kuf reza even if it's a hundred even if it's a hundred amas high, it's a good air. Now, why is it a good Arif? Why is it a good air? Is that Rosh Yachid? Now, yesterday we saw that it, now that, that we say it's on the pole. When you stick on the, is the food sticking on the pole? The pole we learned yesterday that the food has to be sitting on a place which is at least four by four, a hush of a place four by four. So what happens is you have a stick, a, stick, a pole here. They don't have a p- picture of it in here, at least not at this point in the Gemara. Yeah, but if you have a picture of, what, huh? And Daf Gimel. Yeah, picture one sixty-seven. What do you mean in Gimel? I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not this picture. That's not what we're talking about. That's yesterday's Gemara. That's talking about a basket sitting on top there. Here we're talking about you have a pole, you have a simple pole, and we'll talk about that. It's good while we're looking at that picture. Why? I'll talk about the difference between that case and our case. Here you had a pole, very high pole, and at the top you had an area four by four, but it could be like a little platform, four by four. So we say that even if it's that high up, it's a good area, even though you might be in Rishas Rabin. Do you know why? Because that's a welcome to it's a fire hydrant. It's very narrow at the bottom. Fine. Why isn't it like your picture 167 over there? Because of the, I, the, he doesn't say it, but I think the shot's this. There it's a basket. The basket's got walls to it. So we say the basket, gurachas, is like the walls come down, and there's, it's all, the whole thing is in Rosh Hashanah. Here we're saying, no, this is a fire hydrant. This is a makum tour, because it doesn't have any, any depth to it, any thickness at the bottom, even though at the top it has four by four to sit on. I wish there'd be a picture. If it would be a picture, I'd picture a long pole with like a platform sitting on top. There might be a picture earlier in the book, but there's no picture at this point in the Gemara. In any case, so we say over there that's a good air of why? Because it's sitting on a four by four. And why is it a good air? Because no matter where you are, if you're in Rosh Hashanah or Rosh you could take something from Makum Tour. Remember a fire? If a fire hydrant's right outside your door, you could pass something from a fire from your door to the fire hydrant or from Rosh Hashanah to the fire. It's called a Makum Tour. It doesn't have its own, because it's, like, it's too small. It's not Nechshub by itself. So the idea is that it's sort of subservient, secondary to whatever it's near. If it's near Rosh Hashanah, so it's like you could take Rosh Hashanah there, it's like part of Rosh Hashanah. If it's near Rosh Rabbim, it could be the same place. One side of Rosh Hashanah, it's both, it's secondary to either one of them. 
big enough to be distinct, but it's too yes. small to be a Rishut. To be a proper Rishut by itself, right. And I'm saying the difference between there and 137 is that in 137 you had like a basket, so you had walls around. Here it's like simply, uh, presumably like a little thin platform at the top of 4x4. Four so four. there it's not, uh, it's not very high. It makes sense how high it is. The idea of Kurachas means that it comes down. Even if it's yeah, even, yeah, there's no rule about the good achis. It comes down all the way if there's walls there. Ramile Ravada, Barmasa, don't mix up with Lovud, which is three tfach, and That's a different concept that two things that are near each other are considered attached. Okay. Ramile Ravada, Barmasa, Larava. Yes, this Kasha. What's this mean? You say like this, Tolish, but no, it's ain't. You said what? That only if it's been detached, if this pole the reed was detached and stuck into the ground, then it's a good air. Low tolish for notes, but it had not been it had not been detached and stuck in the ground, meaning it was still attached, growing in the ground, then it's no good. Why not? Why not? Lechora, we learned yesterday that what's the problem? We learned for a few days. If the stuff's in the tree, remember the problems in the tree? Well, rather, Abundant say, since you can't go into the tree, Erev Banish Moshes, it's not a good Erev. The Rebbe says it is. So here you say that if it's attached to the ground, it's no good, apparently. Why? Because you're not allowed to touch a tree on Shabbos or Yontav. So the Charu does that go like Mari Rabboni, the Amri called Avashim Shrus, anything which is an Isra Drabbonan. Rabbonan said, don't climb a tree because you might come to pick something off the tree. Gozwa banish Mashas, that's Mashma, this is Drak to Rabbonan. Vamit Reisha, you just said before that the Reisha, the prior mission is Rebbe, who holds that called Avashim Shrus, low Gozwa Bar Rabbonan banish Mashas. Are you going to say Reisha Rebbe, the Sefer Rabbonan, is that how you're going to explain the mission? In other words, it makes no sense to say that our, that in our Mishnah, according to Rebbe, Lechora, they're, they're, uh, it, it, according to Rebbe, it's going to only be a detached pole, not an attached pole, because according to Rebbe, even, a detach, even an attached pole should be okay, because Kol Davashim Shavuos climbing a tree is only Osir, is, 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 is only Osir on Shabbos, not banished Moshos. So that's the problem that we have over here, because we, that's what we said. We said the problem in the previous mission with all the pictures with the tree and the branch sticking out is that you're in a different Rishos, but the problem of climbing the tree is not a problem. Why? Because we're talking about, according to Rebbe, since it's banished Moshos, there's no Xayra on that. And here you're making a difference between if it's attached or if it's not attached. Why do you say if it's attached? Even if it's attached, it should, should be okay, according to Rebbe. Elamai, the Mishra must be Rabbonim. Reish Rebbe, Sefer Rabbonim. Omer so he answered him when, when Ravada answered, Rav, Rav answered Ravada. He says, Omer like, Farami le, Rami Rechama le Rav Chista. Rami Rechama already asked this question. No, it's Rami Rami, right? Rami Rechama is probably Avram, you know, there's a nickname Rami. But anyway, you're right. You have to say that the Rashi is like Rebbe, and the Sefer is like Rabbanah, because according to Rebbe, Lechura, in the case of the pole or the reed, even if it's still attached to the ground, it's never been detached, it's still like growing in the ground, it should be okay also, because Banish Moshes is no Isser. Rabbeinu or no, Kula Rebbe, all goes like Rebbe. The Sefer, Xavier, Shem, Yiktim. We're talking about two different cases. A tree is different. A tree is a big, strong tree. That is only a Shvus. That's a shvus, meaning the rabbi, rabbi said don't climb trees on Shabbos because he might come take something down. Middle rice, you can climb a tree on Shabbos. It's like a cat or a monkey or whatever. You can climb a tree. Well, the chances of doing damage are very little. Over here, though, we're speaking about a reed. A reed, we'll see. And the Gemara, I'm, I'm going I'm to sort of preface it by saying, even if the reed is a hard reed, it's still soft compared to a tree. Understand? It's a, the tree. You know, it's going to break. You're going to cut the cap of the tree off. In other words, here, it's not only on Rishvus, this is already a, a Sudaraisa. You can't do something like that. On, so, in Isra Daraisa, even Banish Moshes is also. 
we stop doing work already shki on Shabbos, you know, that's it. We don't we don't touch the lights anymore. We don't do anything on Shkia. So here a Shkia is already banished Mashos. So here too, here we're talking about Mamish the Suffolk of Derisa because you're talking about Zerashem Yikdom. Because it's very easy, you might cut off the tree. A tree, a real tree, that's only Zerodrabana. But over here, no, you shouldn't you shouldn't mess with a reed. Of course, if you, if you a reed, you could easily just break it right off. If it's growing in the ground, then it's a problem of talush. If it's not growing in the ground, then it's nothing. It's not a problem. That's what we said. That's why he said Amisha. If it's, it doesn't grow in the ground anymore, you can make an air of there. But if it grows in the ground, you can't make an air of there. Why? You can't make an air on that. Why? Because you have to be able to get the food, even on banish mashos. You have to banish mashos to be royal. Well, banish mashos, you can't touch that reed because you might cut it off. So they're according to him, even though Mishka is even according to Rebbe. Haupal Musa. Now, we're going to talk about this. Now, notice he said the tree is very hard, and a reed is much simpler, and a reed you might easily break. Now we're going to talk about reeds. Haupal Musa does on a dog. There were troops. An army came to Nardog. You know, when the troops come to town, we learned before, the, the, uh, the city has to feed them. The yeshiva boys have to give up their dorm rooms for the army. That's what happened there. So Rav Nachman told... Uh, the boys, Amalur of Nachman, Nachman told the Yeshiva boys, Puku Goat, Avidu Kvushe, Kavshi Bagma, make bent over reeds in the swamp. In other words, we need benches to learn on. They just took over the Yeshiva, they, the army just took over the whole Bismedrish. Where are we going to learn tomorrow, Shabbos? So, you know, take the reeds, bend them over so we could sit on them tomorrow. Okay, that's what he said, bend them over so you could sit on them tomorrow. And the next day we'll go, we'll go sit on them. Presumably it was Shabbos, because otherwise, why would he say Lamochar? Just do it for today. But that's the whole issue here that it's with Shabbos. So that's what happened. We said that what? When can you make an Arab with a pole or a reed if it's already been detached and stuck into the ground? But if it's still stuck in the ground, you can't. Presumably, why? Because you're going to cut it off, because you might cut it. So if you hear, how did you bend over these reeds? How can you sit on these reeds on Shabbos? You're going to cut them. And as you're going to, they're going to break off. Amalei. So he answered them, Hasam Buzradin. There, in the Mishnah, it's speaking about where they're very hard. Now Rashi learns, Uzradin means that they're very hard. Other Rishon learns that an Uzrad is a different kind of a tree. In other words, it's not simply a reed. It's a, it's a kind siyach. of a siyach. They translate as in Mishol Uzrad. That's always, tra- I think Uzrad is translated as a crab apple. I didn't see it over here. But anyways, it's a kind of a tree. Rashi learns it's just, it's just hardened. It's a reed that's become very hardened. Before I ask on that, because if that's the case, we'll see there's other problems with the climb in a minute. But so some Rishon learned that it's, that it's a different kind of a tree. But the point is that it's a much harder, that Misha is speaking about a much harder kind of a reed. It doesn't mean that it's hard as a tree, like we said before. The Rebbe says that, that uh, like we said, that the Isra of climbing on a tree is only an Isra Drabonan, because there's very little chance you're going to break something. Still on an Uzrad or a hardened Kona, there's a very good chance if you touch it, you're going to break something. It's very brittle. Awesome, Uzradan. But over here, what was, what was Rav Nachman telling the boys to do with Drabonan? Very soft reeds, like grass. Think of it as grass. You sit on grass, you don't tear the grass, you just bend it. You understand? You're not, you're not being told to the grass. It's like saying you can't sit on grass on Shabbos. Of course you can sit on grass on Shabbos. You're not pulling anything out. Where do we see that there's a difference between if they're hardened or not, or, or if it's like the other Rishon of Israel, it's a kind of a, of a tree to a, a kind of tree that's not. Tanya, uh, if you have reeds or thorns or thistles, those, that's considered a kind of a tree, but ain't climb the carrot. Climb a carom is only if you have seeds, like vegetable seeds with a carom. 
but not tree. A tree is not Klein Bekerim. Since those are kinds of trees, there's no issue of Klein Bekerim. In other words, you can mix those seeds for the Karnan and the Eden, and the Eden in a Kerim. Tanik, we learn, Hakonim va Kidon va Urvnin. Kidon or are kinds of spices and vegetables. <coughs> so he says, but it's also his Karnan. Minyarik, it is a kind of vegetable, Hain, Vain, Klein Bekerim, Kerim, Kerim. So we have Kasha Adot. It's a Kasha between these two prices. One price says that Karnam the reeds is a kind of a tree, and one says that it's a kind of a vegetable, and there's a problem of Klein Karam, Kashadari, El Shemam, you know, must be, Kambuzran, Kamshem, sorry, it must be that ones where, this is where it's like Mashma, like Rashi, because it's not like, in other words, the Karnam that we speak about are reeds or what? And the Abishan will say, reeds of a species of Zrad. Rashi learns that Karnam means, that Zrad means hardened reeds, and Enuzrad are not hardened reeds, but the point is you see there's difference in different kinds of reeds or different kinds of trees. Some get hardened or some not. Shmaminah, so you see that what, there's a difference between the two of them, and therefore he says that in our Mishnah, when we said you're not allowed to make it if it's attached to the ground, if the reeds attached to the ground, we're talking about a hardened reed. Not as, not as strong as a tree, because a tree is only a Sidra but it's a hardened reed. You can't even do that, even the, the, even the right. That's also to touch it on Shabbos, even banish mushrooms, because you might very easily break it. You might uh, break it, and therefore it's also. Whereas over here in the Yeshiva boys, we we're talking about very soft reeds. Shemamin of Kida Min Yeriku is it true that in this last price you say that Kida, uh, translated as Acacia, Acacia, uh, is a kind of a vegetable, and therefore would be another sort of climb. By the time we learn Emakiv and Pegam, Agabe Kida, you cannot mix a Pegam. It's also a kind of a uh, Ruda, he calls that, some sort of vegetable, with a kida levana, with a white kida, neishahu, yerek bilan, because it's yerek, the pigam is a yerek, and kida is a tree. So how do you say that kida is a yerek? We see here that it's a tree. Amar papa, kida lechud, be kida levana lechud, different kinds. Kida is a vegetable, kida levana is a tree. Depends on different species. <clears throat> All right. Let's see, put it in that. Migdol, the word here, Migdol is used loosely. It means a tower, but it means any box or chest. You put it in some, you put it in some structure, we'll call it. You put the Erev in a structure and you lost the key. Is it a good Erev or not? Tanakam says it's a good Erev. We'll see why, because he can get to it. If you have to, remember, you and your Erev have to be in the same place. You have to be able to get to the food. So here we're talking about lost the key. I mean, you lost the key, Banish Mashos, Erev Shabbos, Erev Yontav, when the Erev takes effect. You have to be able to eat it at that point. It has to be nearby you, right? In the same Rishus. You, you know, right nearby. You have to be able to get to the food. It has to be near you. And if you have, let's say you lost the key to the food. So you think it's no good. So Tanakam says it's okay because you can get to the food, as we'll see. If you don't know for sure where the air, that the key is in its place, you can't rely on getting to the food. What's the basis of this machlok between Rebelezer and the Rabbana? We'll see. There's maybe a third cheetah also. We'll talk about that now. Bamai, why do you say it's a good Erev? Like in two different places, even though technically he's in the same Rishas or the same Rishas Rabbim, he can't get to the food. It's like you're effectively in two different places. You don't have the key. He can't get to his food. He was speaking about a <coughs> structure, this turret or whatever the structure was, was made out of bricks. Okay, so what? So if made out of bricks, you think it's even worse. How are you going to get to it? Because you can really take apart the bricks. You're allowed to take off the bricks. Where's Rameir? Before we all jump, what do you mean? You're allowed, to, you're allowed to knock down a brick wall on Shabbos to get to some food? Is that what you're saying? Okay, before we all jump, let's see. It's not. A house that was full of payros. And this, this, this um, Mishnah is in Beitzah, so we're talking about Yontav, obviously. Sassim, if the house is sealed, and the wall fell down on Yontav, 
No tumimakam apas, you could take it from that pas. You can go take fruits out of there. Now, you might say, isn't it muktza? The whole house was sealed there of yant, if I do it. So Rashi explains, number one, we're going like a Shimon who doesn't hold the muktza over here. So it's not muktza. He doesn't hold the muktza. There's no muktza over here. The house fell down by itself. You can take the fruits. Again, there's no muktza. That's Rab Shimon's shita. You're allowed to actually knock down the wall to get to the, to get to the fruits. So, so, so he says it goes like him. So, there, so there's no lock. Okay, you lost the key. No problem. You'll break in. So here also you're not going. Are you allowed to break down the wall? I'm not going to Shmuel. Bavir delivery. We're speaking about the air of the bricks. Meaning, we're speaking about a brick wall that had no cement. It wasn't really a solid wall. It was just pieces of bricks hey, lined up one time or another. Right. Legos. Huh? It's like Legos. Like Legos. They're just sitting, not even connected. Legos are connected, right? It wasn't even connected. Bavir delivery. So that's what it's speaking about there. Hachanami. So, 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 how can bring me arrive from the case of the wall with the Paris on Yantiv? There, it's speaking about a wall that had no cement. It wasn't really a solid wall. So, Hachanami Bavir living here. Also, that's what he's speaking about. So now we've we've all already qualified a Mishnah. You lost the key. It wasn't to a rock solid place. It was rock, but it wasn't solid. You know, you could take it off easily. Hachanami Bavir. Ivan Ravzera beYantiv Amru. That whole thing is beyantiv, you know. Yantiv anyway is cool as like the rabbi learned yesterday, right? This cool is for Shabbos. You, for yantiv, you can cook, you can carry. So we make cool for that too. For food, you're you're makel, even if it's a uh, you know it, it, it's it's indirectly related to the food. You have a cool there. Avlob Shabbos, but uh, he didn't make he didn't make that heter of the fruits and the wall of there wasn't on Shabbos. So he says Here it's also on yantiv. That's what he say. Here our mission also we're speaking about yantiv. We're not speaking about Shabbos. If that's the case, we learned about this Mishnah. Reblezer Omer, now this is not the this, it, we'll see, it could be this is the same Reblezer in the Mishnah. Rashi offers two shot that it's the same Reblezer in the Mishnah, or it's a third sheet. Reblezer Omer, in ear, if, in ear of it, if, if he lost the key in the city, a ruva Erev, it's a good Erev. Why? Because he holds like a shimming that when you find the key, you can, if you're in the city, you can always go via the roofs of the city and the Chatseros and bring the key back. In Basada, that if it's lost in the field where there's no roofs and uh, chatzeros, ain't no rare. No, if it's because that only makes sense on Shabbos, then not mean Ibi Yantaf, Mali Ir, Mali Sada. If it's on Yantaf, what's the difference if you're in the city? You could always carry it. City or the field, you can carry anyway on Yantaf. What's in, how can you say it's only on Yantaf? Now Rashi says over here, Tanakama says, whether it's in the city, whether it's in the field, it's a good Erev, because you could break down the wall, and that's it. Rebbe says, you can't break it down. Rebbe says, and then Rebbe Zanamish says, Bain Be'ir, Bain Besada, ain't a Erev, you don't break down the wall. He doesn't hold the Rameir Shita. You can't break it, unless he doesn't hold the Rameir so there's nothing you could do. You can't break down the wall, and you can't schlep in the key, and therefore the Gagas Verus, he doesn't hold the Rameir Shita, he holds that. For a blessed Abraisa, Savlik Rav Shimon, he also Rav Shimon, meaning that what? That it's considered all one shus. And therefore, he says, in the city it's okay, in the field it's not. Inami Rashi says at the last end of Rashi, Inami Rav Lezer must be small, I have It could be that, the, that it's the same Rav Lezer. Rav Lezer, my mission only says, in the field it's no good. He's the same as Rav Lezer So it could be. But in any case, you see over there, Rav Lezer sheet says, if it's in the city it's okay because you can carry it through. But in the field, not. So that's only makes sense on Shabbos, not on Yantav. Taki says it's only on Yantav. Says the Gemara and Laman, hey, Chasur Mech says it's missing. Welcome to This I have to explain the mission. Something's missing in the mission. Nostam Migdol, he put it in a, in a chest or a tower, Vinon, you knocked it, and Vinon, in front of it, and you locked it, and you lost the key. Hareza Erev, it's a good Erev, says the Tanakhama, Medvar, more and beyond, only on Yantiv. Why? Because you can break down the wall. 
that the other mayor was only speaking about on Yontif, not on Shabbos. Shabbos ain't reverb. That's what he says. So number one, he's changing it. He's saying that the homish is only speaking about on Yantif, not on Shabbos. No, not for Or if Tumen. We're talking about Erev Tumen, setting it up to walking outside of the city 2,000 times. That rule applies on Yantif also. So, so, so according to this chat, we'll see tomorrow mention another chat, but according to this chat, we're talking about a brick wall that had no cement. So it's only good on Yantif, not on Shabbos, even according to the Kama. Nimsa Maftech, let's say you found the key. Bain the ear, bain the soda, ain't a rare. If you found the key, right? Nimsa Maftech, bain the ear, bain the soda, ain't a ruva, a If you found the key, then it's not good, ain't a rare. Why? So he says, Abashas, ain't a rare. The lesser of Shimmy, that's on Shimmy, that's you can't, if you found the key, on Shabbos doesn't help you because you can't carry the key in anyway. So if you found the key, whether it's in the city, you can't carry it in. That's the Tanakhama. Rablazer Omer Beir Eruva Eira Besada Eira. This is Rablazer of the Brisa. He says Neir is because he also Rab Shimon. You can carry you can carry throughout the city. Besada Eira Eira Beir Eira of Kerb Shimon. The Omer Echigos Vachatzeres Vachakafivas Rishasachs and the Kalim Shushaf Besokhan. It's all considered Rab Shus because you can carry it through the wall, through the roofs, or through the enclosures and through the chatzeres. Now the Bach takes out the next line. Besada Eira Eira Kerabonin. Not really Kerabonin. The Sada, the rule of Rav Shimon doesn't apply because there's no Gagas and Kareev. So he takes out, the Bach takes out that line, Besada Erev, Kerabonim. So we'll stop here. But the first shot is, again, the Mishnah is what? The Mishnah is speaking about a, a tower made out of loose bricks. And on Anyantif, you can break it down. And he's only speaking about Anyantif. But on Shabbos, you can't, there's nothing you can do because you can't get the, to the food. You can't break it down. Even if you find the key, you can't carry it in. Tomorrow, Mishnah, we'll see another shot. Uh, that maybe that we that maybe we're speaking about even on Shabbos according to Rabban. Chodesh Shabbos.